Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Well, hey there. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the Weight Watchers plan. I'm Aaron, part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW. Sometimes it's what we've learned, sometimes it's something we're struggling with, but the bottom line is there's no hiding, there's no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. Well, in today's Real WW Talk, you know, weight loss is extra hard when you don't have a supportive environment. So let's talk through some ways to create the supportive environment that we need to succeed. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hi there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I am Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Ladies, it is so good to see you. It's so good to be doing this journey with you. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? Two thumbs up. Doing good. Um, we need to, because Tracy left this comment for us in the Real WW Talk Facebook group. And by the way, you are welcome to join in with us. I just go to Facebook and search Real WW Talk. But Tracy noticed for the past couple of weeks, she says, um, I've been listening each week for as long as you've been doing them. And I feel like you're my family. And I thank you for that. We love you, Tracy, for that. <laughs> I've noticed a bit of a change. So I was wondering why you don't ask one another how your week went. I miss that. And I love that she's she picked that up. Um, yeah, so just one of the things that we noticed for ourselves is uh, we love the the book Atomic Habits, and it talks about making that one percent change. And the problem, it's not a problem, but when you do the same thing like week after week, even though it's a one percent change, it's just a one percent difference, which can start to sound the same week after week. And so we realize we sound like we're saying the same thing over and over again. And so we're just going to give it a little bit of space. Plus, uh, you know, Candace has been working through her cancer journey and her radiation and she is yay. All done that part of it. Done but, completely. So, Hallelujah. Completely. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And so it was like each week would be like, Candace is doing radiation. Candace is doing radiation. Candace is doing radiation. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's that's the only reason why we just realized, like, you know what? We'll give it a little bit of time so we can come back with, you know, greater things to to share with with everybody. So, 
Yeah, I think it also gives us more time to talk about, you know, the meat of what we want to talk about, Mm because we can get a little, we love to just chat about ourselves. So like, (laughs) it's been 20 minutes of talking about our week, (laughs) nothing else to talk about. Like, we actually need to talk about something here. So uh, with that said, I thought, let's just honor Tracy and let's see how each other's week's been. (laughs) So appreciate you, Tracy. I'm glad that you care. Yes. Thanks for asking. All right. So Candace, kick us off. Who wants to go first? Lord. I mean, it's been a while. So why don't we just start, Aaron, you go first. Cause in my screen, this goes here, here, here. So Aaron, you go first. How was your week? Um, my week, uh, has been great. I've had a lot of, uh, I know we talk about, I've got a lot of stress. I always have stress. So let's just start. That's the baseline for me. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is always a continuous thing of how do I maintain, um, you know, some big things and still stay on progress. And so I did that and I've been feeling really proud of myself for it. I am keeping my water bottle next to me because I had, I let out my, um, or I should have said I relaxed my, uh, my values on getting water and it has made a really big difference that I keep this bad boy with me. And cause I've mostly been drinking tea. I'm drinking a lot of hot tea, which is great, yeah. but I can feel the difference between when I'm drinking the cups of tea and when I'm drinking my actual water um, out of my water bottle. So I, I, we, you know, we talked about plant nanny a little bit ago and I redownloaded the plant nanny app. So I got a plant growing and uh, you know, in the middle of winter in Baltimore is not exactly the warmest at place. And the weather has just been really wonky. And I've been doing uh, the treadmill workout. Have you seen like the TikTok treadmill workout? Mm. It's where you walk at an incline of 12 at a speed of three for 30 minutes. Now my basement has seven foot ceilings and I'm six feet tall. So when I walk at an incline of 12, I got to pop a ceiling tile. That's (laughs) not a doable incline for me, (laughs) but I've been walking at a six and that has been that's been aggressive. It's no joke. And so, but it's felt really good. It's almost mimicking walking outdoor up a hill. And I love it. So if I had a treadmill, I would try that. Yeah. I don't need one more thing in my basement. (laughs) That sounds, I mean, other than getting outside, that sounds like something I'd like to try. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good. And I've also been trying to incorporate more protein. I, um, I think I may have told you ladies this, but I have been double tracking alongside, my WW app, um, and just curious to see how do Carol, uh, how do calories shake out? How does my protein, how does my nutrition shake out? And it's been a little eye opening for me, uh, in a not great way. And so it's helped me to really focus more on the nutrition of what I'm eating versus just the points of what I'm eating. And I downloaded this app. It's called, I'm pulling up on my phone, chronometer. Um, you can see the little icon right there. And it's C-R-O-N-O-M-E-T-E-R. It's a free app and they have paid options inside. But it's really neat because you can actually see protein, all the vitamins, all the nutrition that you're getting from what you're eating. And it's letting you know how much, you know, are you getting from your food? So how does it change? How does it vary from like my fitness pal? Like, I mean, I'm familiar with that one. That's only I, it's been a while since I've used my fitness pal, but I don't remember it having all of the nutritional value. I believe Mm -hmm. that it has the macros Mm -hmm. and this is the macros as well, but I don't remember seeing a nutrition panel for it. And that, but again, it's been a while since I've done my fitness pal. Okay. Um, But yeah. Okay. So there's my week. That's what's (laughs) happening. All right, Candace, who's next? Ricky. All right. Um, it's been a busy few weeks. I feel like I'm just all over the place. I did have my college roommates in town. Um, 
the reunion we were supposed to have in May of 2020 obviously didn't happen. Um, but we were able to do that this weekend and celebrate during the long weekend. So I was all over town, out and about, really long days. And um, needless to say, I we ate out a lot. So that was my challenge was balancing having friends in town. And, you know, the thing is, we're all older. We at one point were passing Tums around the table. <laughs> like all, all four of us were like, hey, you need, oh, yeah, I need one too. And it's not like we were eating crazy amounts of fried food. We, I mean, if a couple of girls had a couple of drinks. I can only have one at a time. So, you know, and, and we were in bed, I think, before midnight, all of the days, you know, it, it was just a different kind of a trip. <laughs> I say age doesn't matter. They're like, look, those years, it makes you party a little different than you did in college. <laughs> Passing or not sh- passing shots or passing uh, tums. Passing tums. No <laughs> shots. <laughs> Plus, so, yeah, uh-huh. plus, you also had a birthday this week, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, it, was, it aligned really well with President's Day. That's a nice thing. My birthday falls on the 23rd. So, you know, they came into town. And it was nice to kind of pre-celebrate with them and then, you know, do that. So it's been a lot of eating out and I am excited to get back to my routine. I mean, I, you know, I am excited to start getting up early again and doing the workout. I'm excited to focus like you, Aaron, on the water again. It's not that I wanted to make those choices and say, oh, I want to eat out all the time. I actually was kind of like over at a certain point, but it was kind of, you know, a choice that we made just because we were all over town. Um, But, you know, there are some things I chose to do that I think helped. Like I kept water in the back of the car and I made sure I took it with me, you know, wherever I went. And I don't think that's a choice I would have made before. And you know, watching my portions, I may have had food out, but I really focused on stopping when I was full um, and taking leftovers home because, you know, my friends are out of town. They couldn't necessarily do that, but I am in my hometown, so I can take leftovers. I could leave things on the table if I wanted to, too. That's okay. Um, so I would have said, look, if you're going to leave that behind, could you at least order this? Because that way I'll eat that later. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> like, oh. Do me a salad. Probably <laughs> like a true tough. Weight Watcher. A true uh-huh. foodie is like, you just want to make sure you order that too, because I yeah. can take that and put that in my fridge. Uh-huh. <laughs> Candice, how about you? How are you doing? Well, you know, now that I finished with active treatment, hallelujah, it's been a whole year of craziness, but I am on the other side. So I actually am very proud of the fact that I finished up something on Peloton called, uh, it's a power zone training. I've talked about this a little bit before, but it's a way where you're you're, you're growing from your baseline. You do an assessment at the beginning of like a five-week course of your stamina and your strength on the bike. And then it guides you through the program to build that over time. And I did that. I started that when I started radiation. And usually radiation is supposed to really make you very tired. But I'm happy to say that not only did I finish the power zone training, but I increased my stamina by like 27 points, like, which is in like, I mean, they were like, oh, your baseline is now increased to this. So I am super, super stoked that I was able to maintain my fitness and even increase my stamina during a time where my body was under a lot of challenge. Cause I had, you know, some of the side effects from radiation, tiredness, burns, all that stuff. But mm-hmm. I was, 
I'm very proud of myself, not only for finishing treatment, but for focusing on the exercise and doing it. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I think Candace too, just thinking about, you know, from where you started and to where you are now and just even hearing like the different level of of the positivity, if you will, but like you literally just said, you know, burns from radiation, yeah. right? But it wasn't like we're focused on the burns, which I would probably be a little more hyper focused on letting people know that I'm burned. Yeah, right. <laughs> I certainly was on the bike with no shirt on. I was like, I'm glad that this is not something that real WW talk people will see because this is not pretty. But I got to get this done, and this shirt on this burn does not feel good. But I'm going to get on the bike. You made so, it work. No yeah. excuses. I mean, that is the ultimate no excuses. Like, you know, that makes me waking up and saying, I'm tired. I don't want to get out of bed to do a bike ride sound like a horrible excuse because um, you <laughs> got out of bed with burns. <laughs> I'm over here like the crib Keeper. No shirt on. No shirt on burns. You got Doing it done. <laughs> My friend was like, you're just really proud of your new boobs. So that's why you did it without. And I said, no, ma'am, I really cannot have this on. I said it is, it, but it was really, it was something, it gave me something else to focus on, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, outside of just treatment. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was important for me. So, you know, all, but all of our conversation though, I think kind of plays into the thing that we were going to talk about today and that's creating a supportive environment, Yeah, you know, and how important having a supportive environment is as you're doing any type of journey, WW journey, or, you know, Candace, which you've been walking through with, with mm-hmm. breast cancer. And, um, it, it is, it makes the difference being able to have people who support you, but, but what if you don't have people to support you? Like it makes the journey harder, but it doesn't make the journey impossible. Yeah. It's just and different. It's just different. And so I thought maybe we could kind of, you know, we could talk through what does it look like to have support? What's the kind of support maybe that we individually have decided that we needed for our journey? And then maybe even advocating um, for support and maybe some looking for some ways to create that we need to be able to, to succeed. Yeah. I'll tell you for me, you know, the, the support was just so important to me for the past year for the cancer journey and also something with WW that I've discovered over time. And the hard part for me is always asking for help. I brought that up to you all um, at the beginning of this journey when people say, I'm here for you or how can I help? I'm usually the one who'll say, it's okay. I'm good. I don't need any help. I don't need any assistance. And life made that not possible. Uh, So part of support for me, I do have my husband but I also have a toddler and and he's very demanding because he's two and a half. So me being able to get rest and to also to get on the bike to do those things required help and assistance. So learning how to use my voice to say, even though I could do this, it's not in my best interest. Can you please assist mm-hmm. me? And this is how I need the support. Can you do it? Mm-hmm. Um was a very vulnerable thing. And I found that people were able to show up for me. My husband was able to show up and hit my friends as well. When I was able to get past my ego mm. <laughs> and say, this be specific about the type of help that I needed. Yeah. And with food, I've had problems with that too, because sometimes I might need to say, I can't handle having this food with me, or I'm today, I want to make these types of choices. Can we go for a walk instead of going out to mm-hmm. eat. As hard as that is, I really need that support. 
And if you're judging me, because I always assume, assume people are judging me or they're thinking about, well, why is it that she can't? It doesn't matter. That's what I need. And are you able to accommodate my need? Yeah. So um, those are big, big learning things for me um, that has, it's helped me with my support this year. I think we think people think far more of us than we think <laughs> than they think they, than they do, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's the trick of the devil. You just really think that everyone's like, I cannot right. believe Candace would sit here and ask me to help with that. And it's like, no, right. that's probably no. not true. No. Most people just say yes. <laughs> Have you all, ex- I mean, do, do, do you all ever feel that way? All the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm not crazy. <laughs> I think that's a trick of the devil. If you want to know the truth, to keep us mm-hmm. from, from reaching out and asking people for help, asking mm-hmm. for support. And most people are really happy to help, right? Mm-hmm. Or if it's a particular area that they're gifted in, it's like, it's like flowers. If somebody mm-hmm. comes to me and asks for my opinion on something and I'm like, oh, what? Hold up. <laughs> yes. Erin, could you help me meal prep this week? Can you show me a recipe? Yes. Erin, yes. can you bring over your chocolate dish? You know, I just need <laughs> Yes. I mean, for sure. How does, um, you know, Candace, you got a little bit of a different situation than Ricky and I do when it comes to a little bit, a very big bit, uh, <laughs> you know, being married, like having to me that actually having, having David could either be a hindrance or a help. Yeah. Um, have there ever been instances or maybe like I'm, I'm prying too much on that one where yeah. David was a hindrance to you and you had to like how did you advocate for for needs like i'm thinking back into cupcake days like if he would come back with a a tray of cupcakes or something yeah i think it still also came down to the root of me not being vocal Mm -hmm. about what i needed because sometimes you know the biggest thing i think that would be the difference and for those who are married or partnered you may have a spouse who's doing a different plan than you or who is has a different way of eating Mm -hmm. and the things that he was making didn't fit into my point structure because he wasn't counting points, but because I wasn't being vocal about what I needed, um, he didn't know that I needed the adjustment. Yeah, And so I think that that was a challenge in that the hindrance wasn't from his wanting to be, it was from me not expressing mm-hmm. again. And I, and I, and I really was wondering why I was doing that. But I think that sometimes I felt to keep the peace, it was just easier to go with the flow and to say, oh, well, thank you or this. I don't want you to feel like I'm not appreciative of the fact that you made dinner or appreciative that you brought me these things. Um, But it still didn't get me what I needed. So when I found myself being able to say, hey, I do appreciate this, but this is kind of what I need because this is a trigger for me. It was very easy for him to say, oh, okay, that's fine. I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you said, Aaron, he's more than willing to assist. He just didn't know. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm blessed in that in the fact that for my partner, for my husband, it was just lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. That was the challenge. And it still went back to me thinking that I was this big burden for needing an adjustment to be made when it just mm-hmm. wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. So that's 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 what I would say for me. But I, for, I think that sometimes if you do have a partner or a person who's not supportive, I've heard that brought up in like the WW meetings where someone will say, mm-hmm. my spouse is like, you're not going to do that low calorie stuff, are you? You're not going to be making those vegetables. Mm-hmm. I think that could be really tough. I can understand how that can be. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be kind of resolute about what mm-hmm. you need. I'm yeah. not an expert on it, but I can understand yeah. how that can be tough. I've seen that in, in meetings over time where, 
Um, sorry. I feel like I've had something crawling on my scalp and that was pretty much a bug that I just, sorry, if you're on the podcast, you're like, what was that outburst? It's just being slightly dramatic. Have you seen me? Like, I'm like, something is happening over here. And it was a ding dang fly that was caught in my curls. You were certainly better than me because that would have been the end of the podcast. I would have been upstairs on the ground rolling Let me tell you, I almost just said, guys, I need to step out for two seconds. But, you know, this is live. This is real time. This is what's happening. I was waiting for Ricky to go into teacher mode and be like, Aaron. Okay. Aaron, do you need some assistance? <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> I need so much help right now. You have no idea. Okay. Okay. I'm so sorry for my for this bug that interrupted us, man. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Ricky, you were saying that you understand. You've seen how people I mean, I've I've heard how people will say that they've even made separate meals for mm-hmm. different family members. Like, Oh, I'll make mm-hmm. this for my husband and this for my children and this. And then there are people who are on the other side of it where I'm making this and everybody's going to eat it or, or you're, you don't eat or you make your own food or, you know, so I think it's, it's gotta be a challenge and a balance to be in a household where you have those different personalities and, you know, you probably want to try and please people, but at the same time you want to, make your life easier instead of harder if you are the one who's preparing the food. But, you know, on the side of the single person and, you know, my situation, I'm, you know, I don't have a roommate or anyone. So like, I think the challenge can be the visibility that comes or, you know, I hate to say the invisibility, but like not having someone see what you bring in the house and mm-hmm. notice, oh, there was a whole sleep pack of Oreos and where did they go? You know, who ate those Oreos? And, you know, I can always daydream about, oh, you know, whenever I have a family, it'll be easier. I won't eat the kid's snack. I won't, you know, but I, but I know that's not the truth. You know, whatever challenges I have with food right now, I bring into whatever phase of life I have. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm learning now. So it shouldn't be about who sees what I have. It should be about me wanting to bring healthy foods into the house or, or let's say I do bring Oreos and maybe I get a little pack of Oreos instead of a big pack. If I know that I personally am not going to do well with portioning them out. Um, so that's something I'm learning. I think sometimes you can idolize situations we're not in. And I think that goes for married people too, or, you know, people who have roommates could, you know, say, oh man, it'd be so much easier if I lived alone. I could do X, Y, Z. I could have this freedom. And I think in all of these situations, we have to accept where we are and learn how to make the choices we are proud of in those moments. And and that's something that I've learned over time. Because, you know, when I lived at home with my mom, when I had a roommate, I we've talked about this before. I know how to bring food in without someone seeing and I can be sneaky. And, you know, I'll admit I'm a terrible liar. So I would probably have this look on my face where like, what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, so what are you hiding? You know, but at the same time, I knew how to package it or put it in my backpack or, you know, I knew how to hide it. Maybe I didn't pull it off. <laughs> the execution wasn't as good, but you know, like there's, there's ways to, if you're insecure about, yourself or what you're doing to hide no matter what situation your living situation or your support situation is. And and that's where the internal problem needs to be challenged. Ricky, what about, um, I mean, I feel like you have one of 
Well, one, you have one of the most difficult jobs, but you also have one of those difficult job environments because every teacher I hear always talks about the break room mm-hmm. and trying to find a supportive environment with your coworkers in mm-hmm. school, knowing that there's going to be all kinds of deliciousness happening in the break room. Mm-hmm. What is um, What does that look like for you? Well, I think my accountability situation is a little bit different now, but I do have still some people who are aware that I'm trying to make better choices. Um, So historically, I have had a friend who was, you know, would come up to me and say, oh, there's stuff in the lounge, but, you know, I sneezed on it, so don't eat it (laughs) in in the kindest way, not in a shaming way or anything like that. But, you know, after I divulged my intentions, she was the person who was like, I'm going to help you. Like, I'm I'm not going to let you go in that lounge and know, like, because a lot of times it is the surprise value. It is the, you know... I'm hungry. It's 1030. I want a snack. I'm going in the lounge to make copies, but there's also sometimes just miraculously food. I mean, it's like, you know, a desert and then a, like a mirage in the desert that just appears out of nowhere. It feels like sometimes. And it's usually, I, I rarely, is there a piece of fruit or a, a salad or, you know, some asparagus? No, it's candy. It's cake. It's chips. It's muffins. It's, cookies, anything you can imagine randomly. And it's from people who are, have the best intention. Sometimes it's people who, you know, teachers who have junk in their house and they don't want it in their house and they're putting it in there. But the other day it was um, after Valentine's day, it wasn't even on Valentine's day. There were three like jumbo sized packets of like soft baked cookies in the lounge, just, just because from the, the PTA. And they have the best intentions. Like they're, they want to show us that they care and they appreciate what we do. But I know 90% of us are, are don't want to eat it, but we end up eating it. <laughs> so it, it's a big challenge. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it made me wonder when you were talking about, and Aaron, you kind of alluded to it as well, when somebody, you you brought up your friend or your coworker who kind of knew that you were trying to make decisions that were more helpful. Do you ever feel triggered? I know I have when you've told somebody that this is how you would like to have support. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, I'm trying to do this thing. And then they do it, mm-hmm. but you didn't really want them to do it mm-hmm. at that yeah. point in time because you didn't really want to be stopped. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. that's what I feel I helped deal with with David. And I can, I was thinking about when you said your friend was like, I sneezed on it. I'd be like, mm-hmm. this is not the time like, <laughs> I need for you to think about this after, you know, I didn't mean right now. I know I told you to help me, but not right now. So it's, I just yeah. had to ask if you all could relate to that. Cause sometimes that's why I don't ask for support because I don't actually want you to stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I know I've said that before, but I am a different person when I ask for help <laughs> than when I want a cookie. <laughs> like it, it's a different person. So I, yeah, I, 
I won't necessarily feel hurt. I don't know about you guys. Like I wouldn't feel hurt, but I'm like you said, Candace, I'm like, um, I don't want you to help me right now. Like, didn't, don't you know, this is not the time I meant like maybe that cupcake in a week, yeah. but like not this cupcake. Well, this it just makes cupcake. me very, very like actually um, Weight Watchers allows cupcakes and I know that they are 12 points and even on the new plan, it's 14 and I didn't eat breakfast this morning. So I know what I'm like, you want to justify and the person's like, Hey, you told me to say something if you had a cupcake. And I'm like, well, I just want to let you know it wasn't this cupcake. There's okay. nothing off limits. There's on nothing. That's when you get real preachy. It's not a diet. It is a lifestyle. Okay. I could eat what I want. <laughs> and then there's the last time they help you. <laughs> they're like, okay, well, never mind. I'll never help. I'll never say anything ever again. Right. Be careful what you ask for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about, you know, th- again, thinking about creating, there is a lot, there is a lot to create a supportive environment that I would say 90% of it falls to us, right? Mm -hmm. Just kind of hearing what you're saying, Candace, hearing what you're saying, Ricky, and uh, thinking about the choices that we make in asking for help that creates the supportive environment. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, whether we, we don't have any control over the break rooms, but we do have control in the sense that we could actually contribute something healthier to the break room. Like, putting in, Hey, it's an apple of the week. And for the next couple of weeks, we're going to try a different apple or a different variety, Mm -hmm. or here's a dipping sauce to go with it. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, those are things that we could contribute in that situation to help make it a little bit better and make it a little fun, as opposed to we're trying to restrict everybody for something. We're just introducing something new and fun into the mix. Mm -hmm. But what about, you know, even the, the WW workshops, taking advantage of that as a supportive environment. I mean, the three of us are here together because we found support with one another in that environment, but that was on us to get up at one point. It was 7 a.m. Saturday morning. We did it, man. We did it, didn't we? Now it's 7.30, but it's like, why does 7.30 feel so much more difficult than 7? (laughs) It's the weirdest thing. I'm like, 7.30? You did 7 a.m. On a Saturday morning. Yes. I mean, that's impressive. That's imp- I, like, I want to pat myself on the back for that. Cause that mm-hmm. is for all of us who did it. Like mm-hmm. that is dedication. It should totally too. be a goal. Like, I mean, like <laughs> that for just for that alone, like, mm-hmm. but Aaron, I want to bring that back and ask you, because, you know, one of the things you've always contributed to, you know, a lot of our discussions are the recipes and different things that you've tried that have helped. And when you do find yourself in those types of situations, whether it be social or even at home where, you're trying to gain support and you may not are looking for it outward and how you're doing it inwardly. What do you think motivates you to figure out like, because for me, it's the struggle. I always think that it's difficult to cook. Like I'm always like, Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Um, But I don't really want to do that. (laughs) So have you found that bringing your own dishes or kind of coming up with those different recipes and ways to contribute is something that has kept you on track yeah. You know, more consistently. And how do you, how do you get past that feeling that it's too difficult to do in the moment? Um, failing to plan is planning to fail mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And especially with my different food allergies, I don't, that's, that's something that I really miss is the convenience of food. Food mm-hmm. is not convenient for me anyway. I, I have, I have to plan if we have a function at work and they're bringing lunch in for everybody. I got to bring lunch in for me because mm. I'm not part of the, the plan. Right. And, you know, 
while it would be absolutely wonderful that there was a special case made for me, there isn't. And that's okay. You know, I can't, ex- I can't expect that. So part one is just survival. <laughs> like, it's just, I, if I want to eat, I have to, I have to fix it for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, the other piece of it too is, you know, you get tired, you get mm-hmm. tired of it. And there's nobody that can even turn to necessarily for help on that because understandably people would be afraid to help me because they're scared to poison me. Like, Like, so, I mean, and I've seen both of you when we've had our things, you both have been so wonderful and like, Hey, I want to make something for this. Can you review the ingredients? And that means so much to me because I see, I see you trying to include me in that. And that honestly, inclusion means it means as much really, really, and truly. And so I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Um, but I think, so part of that for me is just survival, but even when it wasn't survival, it was, how can I maybe lead the way on this? Because if I want that, this is something that I want, I can't wait for it to happen. I can hope it will happen. I can wish it'll happen. I can dream it'll happen, but just like my weight, it's not going to go anywhere unless I am proactive in mm-hmm. doing this thing. Mm-hmm. And I discovered for myself that when I was proactive in bringing fruit to something or bringing a healthier muffin or, you know, that, that actually started to create some change mm-hmm. for myself. And it was weird for me to start being known as the healthy person. You're like, where I work. Right. Like, I'm like I'm, they're like, Oh, Aaron's not going to eat that. Cause it's not, it doesn't have nutritional value or something like that. And I'm like, no, but I really, I really want that. <laughs> like I actually, actually do want it, but yeah. and you, you start to realize like you start building a reputation for yourself as this person. And so people's people then start to see this thing that you're doing and they mm-hmm. respond to that and start providing more of those things. Especially when the food's good. I mean, y'all are missing out. That chocolate thing that she makes, that she made for our Galentines, it's like sincerely good. Does not have black beans in it. There's no cauliflower. There's no bean curd. It is like, (laughs) but she can eat it and we can eat it and it's Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. So you get known for being able to make recipes that are good. Yeah. And I will tell you what it's called. Cause you can find there's all kinds of different variations. Everybody's got a recipe for it, but it's the same recipe. All right. Mm-hmm. It's called a crazy cake or it's called a great depression cake. Mm-hmm. If you try and search for it as a depression cake, you will instantly get flagged online. Do you need help? So I'm just putting that out there <laughs> because it's the great depression, but it's no eggs. Um, was it no eggs, no butter and no milk? to make the cake. So just look for a chocolate crazy cake and you mix it all in one pan and bake it. And it's delightful. You will not Um, be depressed when you eat it. No, not be depressed when you eat it. (laughs) But, you know, thinking about when we got together, right. And now it's kind of become, it's become an unspoken rule that somebody, whoever is contributing like the main dish, we all bring things that we know would be what we would call WW friendly and every single dish is WW friendly, mm-hmm. but we know we're going to scrimp on our points for the main meal so that we can have this cake <laughs> afterwards. And we all agree that we're going to, that this is the dessert 
that we want. And we mm -hmm. will take a temperature. Does somebody feel like they can't eat this cake in freedom right now? And if not, mm -hmm. then I will make a completely different dessert, mm -hmm. you know, that satisfies a point. Brittany and I will never say that we have not planned for it. We <laughs> will have the zero point nuggets and the two right. point salad so that we can have the 15 point cake and we'll be mm -hmm. fine. <laughs> and we did have to count the Chick-fil-A sauce. I yes. mean, but it, it was all, that was a worth it piece with zero point nuggets. Yes. yes. But that's a part of that support system mm -hmm. for us and being able to have that, that honesty and that, that vulnerability together mm -hmm. with it. So I saw somebody over in the real WW talk group, uh, who's kind of rejoined WW and she says, I've come back to real WW talk and this has been my support system, but I could really use some real people. Cool. Like I'm going to these things for support, but I need accountability support. Mm -hmm. And I love that she reached out into the group and said, Hey, here's a little bit about me. Would anybody want to be buddies? And I love seeing people love jump in. Isn't that the greatest? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, as we wrap up this episode, um, we would, you know, just in the spirit of being able to create a supportive environment for you, one, the Real WW Talk Facebook group is a wonderful supportive environment. But if you need to take it that step further about accountability support as well, please feel free to post in the group you know, what some of your interests are. And if you're looking for somebody to be, whether a walking partner or a water buddy, or just a plain old WW buddy, or if you're not doing WW and you're counting calories or, you know, put in who you are and put in, put in what you're looking for. And we're happy to be matchmakers. <laughs> yes. That's, that's some of our other skills you didn't know about. Listen, it's not what you need. Ricky and I are not happening right now, but we'll make it happen for you. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Way to end it. <laughs> okay. So real WW talk, search for us there on Facebook. We are also on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube and podcast. No matter where you go, you can find us just searching for real WW talk. And that wraps it up for this week. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye.